Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films, whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, like I stay every episode, it is greatly appreciated and thank you for your constant, constant support. Daryl Dixon has returned to the small screen with his own spin-off from The Walking Dead, aptly titled... Daryl Dixon. Fans find Daryl in new surroundings as this new spin-off once again is expanding the wider world of The Walking Dead whilst also incorporating new threats and zombie variants for good measure. Now I've been vocal enough really about the spin-offs and the main show, positively and negatively so, I don't want to tread on that too much. However, the Daryl show was one that I was quite interested in, especially on the premise that we would find the character in France. You know, there were and are a lot of questions as to how that has actually transpired, but leaving the questions to one side and all that jazz, I was just excited to see how France would look really, in this post-apocalyptic world, in this walking dead world, and how people have been surviving. Now, episode one has just premiered, and we were treated to a 60-minute length episode, which I thought perfectly brought fans and audiences into the new setting, and also laid a good foundation for moving forward. It is very promising this season, I'm not going to lie, especially if the first episode is anything to go by. I said on my Dead City review how the first episode of that like was a little bit bumpy and felt a little bit repetitive, you know, with Maggie and Negan and all that jazz, but there is no repetition in Daryl's show. The opener gets off to an absolute flyer. And if I'm being honest, I'm very excited to see what is going to come next after this opening episode. And so with that, I thought I'd review slash discuss the opener. Whether I continue to do that weekly, we shall see. I might do them every other week and like clump some together or something, but we, we never know. I might do them weekly. But it's just nice again to just sink our teeth into to something that's got quite a good potential. A bit like The Last of Us. I'm not trying to say this is going to be up there with The Last of Us, but I do think there's real potential and I am excited for this series as a whole and we're going to go over as much of this episode as we can with spoilers of course if you've not watched the opener maybe come back once you have but the podcast is available on apple spotify and google podcasts as to rss.com jump onto facebook and instagram as well and search joe blogs about films to keep up to date on the socials what's happening when this and that gives a like and a follow that would be grand also if you could please leave a review hit the notification button on spotify too that'd be awesome but leave a review on apple wherever you're listening to this podcast from i would really appreciate that so here we go, Daryl Dixon's arrival to France sets off a violent chain of events that inadvertently puts a young boy at the heart of a growing religious movement in danger. It does appear that belief will be a big player in this TV series. Now I do like stories when we find characters put through the ringer when it comes to what they believe in, or rather what they don't, perhaps. It's certainly a very interesting approach to include this union of hope, I believe they're called, where they believe that Daryl is part of this prophecy for the saviour of humanity. Not that Daryl is the saviour. He's just apparently the messenger that will take the future messiah from A to B. It's all very Last of Us. I've just been talking about The Last of Us a moment or two, like at least alluded to it, uh, but it does feel very Last of Us on that front. I'm not going to beat around the bush with that one. Like, like lately, this whole parental surrogate father figure within Hollywood, this and that, and, and the TV world, it's really hotting up, isn't it? So fair if The Walking Dead want to have a swing at it. Now, Daryl is one of the perfect characters for such a role, especially from the ones that we were left with on the back of The Walking Dead ending. So I believe it from an outside perspective, from what I know of this character already. But having watched the opener, I can fully understand and get on board with it even more so as a creative choice of having Daryl be the person to lead this child. It's not just a case of, right, here's Daryl, 
well, here's a kid now off your pop. There's clear build-up and development and progression to get where we are left at the end of this episode. Daryl and the remnants of this church, you know, pulling together to begin the next leg of their journey. It almost, in a way, felt like this first episode was like a prologue or an intro to this season, as pretty much most of the scenes that you've seen from the trailer they're in this first episode. So massive kudos as well to the team for that. It's got me even more excited from what we then saw at the end when it kind of showed that trailer at the end of the episode for what's to come. Again, complete new footage pretty much. I think at least 90% of it was new footage and I'm very excited, very, very excited. Now I will come back to the Abbey and the Union of Hope and the Nuns in just a tick. I just want to quickly talk all things Daryl for a second. Having him situated obviously away from everyone in Alexandria and the Commonwealth this and that and plodding him in a post-pocketed France it, it gives even a more of a presence for his character like he really really does stand out with all these new characters or just like I say having the show solely around him just I think I don't know like makes the character even better if 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 that see if I can say that like I love him in The Walking Dead but seeing him having his own solo show I've already you know been saying it already there's potential there do you know what I mean like he's gone from a character that was created for the TV show he's not in the comics where as we all know from The Walking Dead that Daryl Dixon's not a comic character so to go from something that they whipped up or cooked up we should say solely so Norman readers could play that part because his audition was so good now to have him such a you know a huge staple again in the walking dead world but also pop culture too we've had so many of outcries of if daryl dies we riot this and that so i just think it's really great to say that he gets to stand out even more with his own show and he really does shine in this first episode like norman reedus brings it like he really brings it along he falls right back into the character and what again that i love so much in respect to this whole story and this messiah situation etc he's not going to buy bs from anybody and even if you're nice and polite and religious he's still not going to buy it straight up it's not like by the end of this episode he's con he's a converted he's a converted believer in god or anything not at all it's simply a case for now anyways of people helping each other out you know that's what daryl is good at daryl can't speak french but the people who think he He's part of the prophecy they do so it's a bit of a win-win for daryl for getting to where he wants to be but also the union of hope getting this young boy to where they need to be as well i am excited to see that development as well of his relationship with clemens poissy who plays isabel and apologies if i'm butchering the surname there i am terrible at that she's the nun that saves daryl anyways and brings him to the abbey i feel like there could be Potential for them maybe to get together. There could be something physical there. I do think that Daryl is past the point when it comes to that kind of relationship. But you can see, though, that even if she holds different beliefs to Daryl, he respects her and what they stand for, which should make them a solid team going forward. We established at the start like that Daryl has come off a boat and winds up in Marseille. And from there, it's, it is quite surreal seeing Daryl wash up on a beach and then wander into the city looking for food or water. It's very stranger in a strange land which doesn't ever really go away that theme throughout the opener daryl has that unique look you know he's worn and torn he's seen so many things over the years survived endured you know gone through tragedies so he always has that rough to air quote look you know what i mean he's got the scars to prove it and so wherever he is whoever he is with he stands out whether that be in a small sailing boat the rubbles of broken buildings the abbey itself alongside the nuns he doesn't fit the picture i mean the, the nun's one is a bit of a given, obviously. But even with these scars and the baggage that he carries along with him, 
He is always quick to help. He's never lost that humanity side of him that we've seen before. Sure, we know Daryl can lose it and be looking for blood and vengeance, this and that, but the people he's met along the way have helped him become the leader he was by the end of the main show and now into this. So much so that it nearly costs him as soon as he lands in France in this opening episode. Again, adding to that stranger in a strange land theme, he doesn't know anyone, not a single soul, and it just so happens that the first people he comes across are essentially con artists. You know, they offer food for medical aid as one elderly gentleman is pretending to be blind and the other young girl puts on a, hey, where the, you know, where the good folks kind of act. Ultimately, after a scuffle with some bad soldiers, more of them shortly, Daryl is betrayed by the two and left for dead. I did think slightly out of character, just a little bit for Daryl just to straight up be open to liaising or even negotiating with the two strangers, given his past experiences, like he's very wise to that. I know I've just said that he's always quick to help such, and I guess in some way he was doing so. It's just, I don't know, it just felt a little bit like you've just trusted the first people you've met there. Um, But, you know, however, you have to think as well, he is probably looking for anyone that can help him out, really. He's literally just landed in France and no idea how to even start by looking where to go, you know, to get back, this and that. I think it's just bad luck, essentially, that this first meeting, that this meeting sets off a huge chain of events for him. Now, the Union of Hope believe this young boy, Laurent, played by Louis Puech Skiglitsu, again, apologies for butchering that, is the future messiah destined to lead humanity to a renewal. I did very much enjoy Daryl's reaction to Isabel explaining this to him in this like frantic manner, hoping that he will lead the boy where he needs to go, but Daryl's like, had enough, obviously he's been in this abbey, they've got a, a walker of a priest that they somehow think is going to come back, they think he's been playing him, so he's just in a rush to get out. You know, and then he gives this like classic Daryl look of like, what everything you're telling me is absolute nonsense. You are talking nonsense. It just made me chuckle because he's not the person to be attempting to convince this story to. You know what I mean? Everything Isabel was saying to him, he had an answer for how Laurent was so bright and that he could see inside of you, understand you, this and that. And Daryl's like, yeah, we had a kid that was like that at school, got picked on a lot. It's just, it was just really great. Now, again, I am intrigued about this whole thing surrounding Laurent and where that's going to go because I stated earlier, it is similar to The Last of Us, you know, going A to B, but it's not like the show is explicitly saying this boy has the cure. Fear the Walking Dead, I think, already did something with season two or three along those lines. I can't remember which season it was, but there was someone claiming to be immune and thus religion connotations were brought in. This show's not doing that from what it seems. They haven't delved too much into the into the whys that Laurent seems to be the future messiah or what they believe he is. But that's fine. I, you know, it does make you wonder, though, what, what is it? Why this kid? In addition to these characters, we also have Romain Levi as Codron. This character is part of some group known as The Cause, led by Anne Charia as Jeanette. Uh, was it Jeanette? One of the two. It must be Jeanette? I don't know. I'm, I'm having a whale of a time with these names, as you can see. But again, we do only see these characters at the end. We don't get too much about them. Like, So not much is given to us uh, of exactly who these characters are, like what exactly they do in this apoc- in this apocalyptic world. But we do know from the Walking Dead world beyond that there are these mercenaries that were out hunting members of different scientific teams who were responsible for certain parts of the outbreak, or at least certain walker variants anyways. I don't know if this is the same group that are doing that kind of hunting, or they're just, they're just I don't know, something different. But I also did like the touch that the show has of, these, of the cause. They use old military weapons such as muskets, rifles, handguns, 
guns, this and that. It just brought like a bit more of a belief that they would be using these kind of weapons by now and returning back to an older age for weapons, given how long you know time has passed, really. They would be going back to these kind of these weapons, so to speak. Um, they did remind me a little bit of the CRM, however, given that none of them were wearing any outfits or you know had the three circle symbol or anything. I'm not even going to get myself excited, basically, of, of, of any potential link with the CRM, you know, moving forward. I've learnt the hard way with this. Um, some things did look similar, of course, you know, referring to people as test subjects and having walkers chained up as they're being led away from the ship that they were on. It all had me very intrigued. It's also made clear that Daryl was on board this vessel. This is the ship that he was on that he escaped from, which now has led the cause to be on the lookout for him. And then on top of this... Daryl's only gone and bloody killed Codron's brother, which now means there's a personal vendetta established, which we know will lead to a certain conflict between the two. There's so many things, like I said, already we're branching off into so many different plot threads that can be that will be occurring for this season on the next season, because we know season two's been announced. But all of the mystery surrounding the cause, it does have me excited. Like I said, I want to see who these people are. I want to know more, you know what I mean? So I don't know, we'll see. And um, yeah, we'll find out, obviously, as the season goes on, what the cause are actually up to. But let's quickly talk about the Walker variants, because I thought the show handled the introduction to those as well really, really well. Like, no messing about. The first sighting we have of Walkers are a new variant that we haven't seen before. Now, we know that the creators and all that have said that we will be seeing new new Walkers, this and that. We've seen the smart Walkers that can open doors, etc. But now we have these walkers that are known as burners. Director and executive producer Greg Nicotero told TV Insider that these zombies have mutated to a point where if they touch or bite you or their blood gets on you, it burns you significantly. It changes all the rules. This, honestly, I think this is really cool. I think it's such a cool touch and idea. Seeing, you know, Daryl taken out at the start of these walkers, as he does, absolutely no problem whatsoever when he first enters that shop or whatever he's in. Uh, and then they all just start rising. You just know that he's going to be able to take these out, no problem. So the first few minutes of the show was such such a solid start in that respect. And then to see their blood hit the floor and burn like acid again, excellent idea and concept, and one that now makes the walkers in France even more of a threat. We know how skilled Daryl is, as I've just been saying, but this changes the game is now he has to think even harder on how to take these walkers out without them grabbing him. Something that he learns the hard way pretty much straight up as he's burnt on the arm very quickly due to these walkers. I'm sure there'll be some ace burner walker action moving forward and probably even more variants that will pop up to add even more suspense and excitement. But I am looking forward to seeing the fast walkers as well. That we've, I think we've got a glimpse of them um, in the in the trailer at the end of the episode. I, I very much can't wait to see that. They've been hinted at as well too at the end of Say of the World, beyond the post-credit the post credit scene or the mid-credit scene, whatever, and just how aggressive they can be. Do you know, I want to see more of that. So so everything in France looks set really to be a fantastic thrill ride whilst Daryl attempts to flee and get back home and also get Laurent to where he needs to be. I'm pretty pretty like impressed with the first episode if you've not already uh, guessed from this uh, from this quick review that I've just done for the episode. I think as I said it's a brilliant start. Like I I'm already more of a fan of this show than the entirety of Dead City, which might be a bit of a bold statement and people might disagree. I did like Dead City. I just think that this is this is this is another level. Do you know this is really exciting because um as I've said before, I, I I wasn't really fussed about any of these spin-offs. I just wanted them to end the main show really well, which yeah, it was alright. Um but hey, 
they're doing a good job elsewhere. So, yeah, props to them. Let me know your thoughts on Daryl Dixon's first episode. Are you looking forward to the rest of the season? What are your hopes for the rest of the season? Do you think there might be some nods to Rick Grimes and Michonne? Who knows? I would love all of that. But, yeah, very much appreciate you checking out the podcast. Do, as I say, hit us up on the socials, on Instagram and Facebook. Search Joe Blogs About Films and start. Give us a like and a follow. Leave a review. That would be, that would be awesome. But thank you again. Until the next episode, take care.